This is Desert Island Cheese. Hello and welcome to Desert Island Cheese. I'm Max. I'm David. And this is Alistair. Hello. Lovely to be here. Excellent. So, Alistair's an old friend of mine from school. Uh, very happy to have him on the show. I'm delighted to be here. This is my first podcast appearance since a very short-lived um, Leighton Orient podcast called Whips Cross Weekly, which um, me and my friend Ed, oh, wow. friend of this show, as they say on podcasts, yeah. um, launched the same year that three other people decided to launch Leighton Orient podcasts, <laughs> with there having been no pod- Leighton Orient podcasts at that point. And also the year that I moved to Edinburgh for six months. So oh. that didn't last very long. How many, subscribers, how many subscribers did you end up with? Uh, oh, we're going to get it's competitive not competition, now. Max. <laughs> On this show, we have 36 subscribers. I think but are real? Our, our biggest episode got like 100 plays, oh, maybe. Wow. But I'm not sure subscriber-wise. We still have That's quite an active good. Twitter following. But for fans of cheese, probably not going to be oh, so I'm, relevant. I'm surprised I never heard about that podcast. <laughs> I, I'm not a Lane Orient fan, so... <laughs> Um, or a friend of mine, so... Oh, that's not true. So, Alistair, would you say you're really into cheese? Big cheese fan? I'd say I'm... And I hope this is uh, represented in my choices, that I really like cheese, <laughs> but I'm not... Uh, I'm not particularly sort of snobbish or intellectual about the cheeses that I like. That's I good. Think, I think, like many people, I've been through a journey... Where when you're a kid, most cheese is really weird. Yeah, yeah, that's agreed. And I think people who try and pretend that they always liked all like the the posh cheeses, the smelliest cheeses, things like that, I I think they're lying. They are. And I think there are still some cheeses which, if you had to boil it down to five cheeses, still still beyond the pale. So I, I'm not good saying I'm chose like the most obscure cheeses or or the ones which like you know would like all the kind of people with the best taste would have. But I, I hope that most people can can relate to, to my choices. That's good to hear. I think it's fair to say me and Max aren't particularly intellectual about our cheese either. No, we just we don't, we don't really know that much about cheese, <laughs> as is obvious from some of our cheese facts. Uh, <laughs> our normal descriptions are, mmm, cheesy. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you listened, yeah, that's good to hear. Have you I, listened to any of the podcasts? I've listened to all of the podcasts. Oh, excellent. It's a big huh. fan. I mean, some of them were <laughs> recorded... A few years ago, and I, I, <laughs> I thought about catching up and having a refresher, but I know that there's maybe a bit of overlap, and I didn't want to come into the episode with derivative thoughts in my my brain. So I thought, rather That's than listening good. and making sure that I didn't say the same things, I I, I, I thought I'd sort of come at it fresh. But apart from one, which I believe's been recorded, and which is going to be edited later this evening, right? Exactly. Um, I have listened to, to all the ones which have been aired at the time of recording. Excellent. That's good to hear. We're, we're happy to have and such I'm loyal fans as you. Very excited that uh, Dessert Island Cheese is being retained <laughs> for this episode because the that was a pun. particular highlight and much of that being a highlight hinges on the pun. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah. why we created that show. Should we uh, crack on with our first cheese? Your okay, should. Well, the first cheese, I think, really reflects the journey that I and many people have been on, and it is Camembert. And I'm not sure, I think um, Max does not look very impressed. No, no I'm very impressed. Um, I don't think we've had it before. 
on the show? I don't think we have had old... As I said, I didn't want to, like, listen back and, and be mm. derivative, but um, I'm not sure we have had it. And the reason why I chose it is I really like it. That's the oh, most good. important That's thing. That's good. Um, but it, it was the prototypical cheese that, when you're a kid, you just can't, don't have any time for at all. And, like, yeah. you see the adults eating it... I, We'd go on holiday to France really quite often when I, mm. I was a kid, and we had some family friends in Bolon, in sort of um, sort of central France, quite near Moulin, and they'd wheel out the camembert, and you'd just be like, "What is this? How can anyone ever eat this?" And it smells quite a bit. Being on the tube with this and all <laughs> the other cheeses was quite. Um, I felt a bit pongy. But um, yep. Max's house is going to stink. But I, it's something which I think really reflects my mat- maturation in taste. But to be honest, it's not because, as I'm saying, I'm not trying to be like intellectual or snobby about it. I have this real childhood recollection of of Camembert, and I'm quite happy that um, my tastes have matured to mm. uh, to appreciate it. It is a very nice cheese. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like you say, I think this is the first time we had it had have had it on. Mm. I think we went through the first um, three episodes without having any French cheeses on at all. Yeah, so, I, I did remember this was a, <laughs> the theme, and maybe even a condition of people's definitely not a condition. It's good to have some cultural diversity. Yeah, there was that. Def- I feel it's still quite a niche cheese. Um, mm. There was definitely a few years ago. Now I was. Um, on a, a weekend away with my girlfriend and um, we decided to have a cheese night. For some reason, we decided to have the cheese night on the last night of the holiday where mm. we just... And we both picked a cheese and then had two other cheeses just like as stock cheeses. So the two cheeses and then we both got to pick one. I'm not going to go in because actually some of them do feature. But I think, I think she went for like a Stilton or something. And I went for the camembert. And she was like, okay, cool. It seemed kind of <laughs> lukewarm towards it. Anyway, sort of under 24 hours until we get this train back home. We're kind of rushing to eat all the cheese. We're leaving. And I'm like, oh, I'm so impressed with us that we finished the camembert like, between us. And she just looked at me and was like, I didn't eat any camembert. <laughs> so I'd eaten a whole, and it was this sound, like a, a big like round of camembert. This is a substantial wheel of camembert we've got in front of us. And I have to say, have you ever... You I, felt I've proud? Told, people talk about like man flu, which I don't understand because why would that be gendered? But I think cheese flu is a thing. <laughs> and I definitely got a sore throat, was like coughing and sneezing just from absolute like surfeit of cheese in general. But um, in particular, come on, bear. Yeah. But okay. still, still no, no regret. Oh, I guess on no the desert, desert island, you do want to be worried about like your cheese intake. You, you're going to be eating a lot of this, so maybe you need a high yeah, tolerance. Yeah, yeah. Well, find... I mean, what do you think is the yeah. ideal amount of cheese then for like a day? Less uh, than a whole wheel of camembert. <laughs> I think it's kind of like the variety, you know. Yeah. Like whenever I go home, I kid myself into thinking like if I have one. Um, custard cream, one bourbon, one like from the biscuit tin. It's kind of somehow like a balanced <laughs> diet. And I kind of feel like with cheese as well. If you have a good cheese platter and you're mixing it up, then 
you're kind of limiting your your dietary like mm. you're not having too much of just just one one cheese whereas i think if you stick on the camembert but i think camembert would definitely be a, a lux a luxury item as far as there are one like there are some in here which are like real staples real kind of crowd yeah. pleasers whereas the camembert would be a luxury yeah item it's to, like to celebrate special it is occasions. nice isn't it it's a bit um it's a bit richer because it's good baked you can bake it yes cut off the top dip in your vegetables that's nice that yeah. is really tasty it's a good way of doing that and you can put really like garlic easy to do at home. Mm. Garlic, sprigs of rosemary, drizzle a little bit of olive oil over top, and then just yeah. whack it in the oven. Easy to do. Absolutely. Just start a little recipe. Yeah, we should have a recipe section. That's a really good idea. We can on our WordPress page. We're going to get up a recipe section. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. We're totally not going to do this, but it might happen. So, you mentioned that you uh, think about this linked to holidays going to france is food something you think about when choosing where to go on holiday is it like high up your list in particular we're thinking about cheese i think yeah but But, you know generally more broadly food and then in particular cheese so i feel like taking your holiday just on cheese might be a bit obsessive yeah but so i i don't want to answer this question (gasps) from like giving away what the next cheese is okay but the next cheese i brought back from holiday Oh, wow. And so I knowing, feel knowing you'd be on the show, like knowing I'd be on the show. <laughs> that's so that is commitment. That's so commitment. So, so I don't know if you've planned why this. We, why don't we segue into it? That sounds great. Okay, mm. great. So I know this is going to be a controversial choice, but it is parmesan. Ah, oh, but not any old parmesan. Oh, this is the parmesan. Good parmesan. And <laughs> I've I've heard Max's. Mm, I can smell it. It's very good. sacrilegious views on Parmesan previously. Um, and so I thought I needed to bring the real stuff back from Bologna. Um, I think it's 36 month aged. Nice. That sounds like a long time. And and the sacrilegious view in question was the idea that you can't have Parmesan by itself. Which I'm about to do now. This was expressed on the previous podcast and it's just inaccurate. And I hope this Parmesan mm. shows it. Let's try. Wow. That's really good. So it is really nice, but it's just so salty. It's quite salty. As Which I think was the basis of my, you know, previous view. Mm. Was that small amounts, it's great. So it's 36 months longer than longer than Parmesan's normally aged for, because that tastes more intense than the normal Parmesan I buy. Yeah, so... That, that's, yeah. I bought some backup. It was actually mm. Grana Padana. Um, from Waitrose, just in case, because this has also been in my cupboard for about three months. So we're so going about months. like 39 months, yeah. <laughs> Although it was freeze, not freeze, but like it was packaged at 36. Sure. Yeah. So I think it's like whiskey in a barrel, you know, like once you bottle it, it doesn't carry on getting older. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, I think the Grana Padana that I bought as a backup, just in case this had like rotted on the inside, um, was 12 months. And then there was also a 24-month one, mm-hmm. which I brought back. So, so yeah, this is like the, this is the longer and therefore more intense mm. version, I'd say. But, um, but to, so to answer your question, um, went to Bologna, um, in fairness, for sort of family connections, um, so not because of its great food, 
but Bologna does have great food. Mm. It does. So um, I think it's considered the cultural culinary heart of Italy. Right, exactly. My so the fact that Lorenzo um, is from there is great news because mm. he's nice. His family's nice. <laughs> it's great to hang out with them. But also, you do eat spectacularly well. Yes, mm. and you can go a very long way on just delicious cheese and meats. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people when they think about Italian food, they're trying to like almost overcomplicate it. But I think it's very yeah. telling that the the culinary culture in the culinary capital of Italy is just keep it really simple. I think cold cuts. That's the cheese. thing I think most about when I think about Italian food. Just really simple dishes prepared with really good ingredients and almost always involving cheese. I think like that. just pasta dishes with loads of parmesan on top and then like creamy, you know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so I'd, I'd say that culinary experience is a very important part of my overall travel experience. And I'd definitely take it into consideration in terms of travelling where, like, where to go. I mean, quite often it's um, it's all wrapped up in the same thing. I, yeah, I, I agree. I tried some technology from TUI, the travel company, where they read your facial expressions and they say, they show you, like, lots of things on the screen and they have something which is mapping your reaction to it. Yeah. And so there'll be, like, a picture of centre parks and you'll look faintly horrified and they'll be, okay. And it has <laughs> different scales. Nothing wrong with centre parks. <laughs> but it's great. No, no, centre... I've had, like, good times in centre parks, but in terms of, like, like the stress... It just looks quite stressful, right? Yeah. Between when it's <laughs> and stuff. Anyway, I did it twice and I got, like, a Valencia food market... And like an old European castle or something like that. So I feel like it sensed that food's importance to me. Okay, wow. In doing, like at some subconscious as well as conscious level. Good. Although I'm not sure. I'm sure you could get good cheese in a Valencia food market, but hmm. I don't actually have any Spanish cheeses here. So it must have been yeah. the food rather than the, the, the country, which was yeah, <coughs> doing it for me. Despite my salty comment, I did go back for seconds and maybe also thirds, so... It was very good. Oh, are you it saying was, you're was, a convert to Parmesan, Max? I'm saying that's a good Parmesan. It's really nice. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I knew that to convince you, I'd have to, <laughs> to bring back go out in search of the best. So, yeah, you did. It's good. So you are a musician. I, I am a musician. This is true, yeah. What kind of music would you most listen to? Would you listen to whilst eating this cheese? I guess what? you can't play music at the same time as eating the cheese. Or maybe you can. I don't know. No. Um, is, is, when you say this cheese, do you or, mean Parmesan? Or... I think the cheeses. Any of your cheeses. <laughs> cheese in general. <laughs> is there a, a genre of music associated with each cheese, for example? Well, I actually have really, really, for a long time in my life, I had incredibly negative associations with Parmesan, specifically on a musical basis, in that... Um, <laughs> well, that is okay. a happy coincidence. You're, you're whipping out all the yeah, coincidences. Um, because I was in a um, band. The first band that I was in was called Partisan. Oh. With a Z, and we formed it when we like a, a month into learning to play guitar. So this is like year nine, year ten, like that. The summer between them is when I got a guitar for the first birthday, 
and um, it was like fun. It was a good laugh, but you know, you're um, you're in school, you're in secondary school, and children are evil. Mm-hmm. So no one can just like go <laughs> about their business and do what they're doing. And you're like, okay, you can't play guitar, but that's fine. You just got to get absolutely massacred from any angle whatsoever. And one of the things that people would be like, oh, partisan, ah, oh. people would be like, ah, oh, like parmesan. I was like, oh, <laughs> nartisan was another one because it was at a, a stage in the, the middle of the noughties where just putting an N in front of everything yeah. made it like no partisan, nartisan, like that. Mm. Um, kids were pretty funny. And I remember one kid um, who was not like a particularly cool kid, but you know when like the not particularly cool kids see someone like house for like really like bearing the brunt of it and they just pile in there's no like solidarity at all I did all like, the time <laughs> <laughs> whenever anyone else gets picked on in like a group conversation I'm piling on yeah <laughs> exactly I, I, and he was just like oh parmesan parmesan and he was like I can't believe you didn't think when you were calling your band Partisan that it rhymes with Parmesan. Like, what an idiot. I was like, oh, yeah. No, I didn't go through all the cheeses and other foodstuffs <laughs> thinking, oh, yeah, obviously Parmesan's a derogatory thing to refer to something as. Wouldn't want it to be called Parmesan. It's just, like, such a weird... Like, such, like, a specifically, like, childish, like, yeah. school kid thing. And so for ages, whenever anyone said Partisan or Parmesan or anything... I'm just oh Would flip yeah no not flip just like flinch I guess ah, okay it was just like not an ideal situation but you've got over that I've you've... got I've completely <laughs> buried that and now when uh, eating cheese um well I guess I've got kind of associations I went to the the Montreux Jazz Festival this summer mm-hmm. uh, with my my sisters just moved to Geneva Montreux is just on the other side of Lake Geneva. Um, and you can eat lots of cheese in Switzerland. You can have fondue. Cool. Cheese um, and jazz sounds awesome. Yeah, it's good. And so I, I think that's like a, a pretty up there um, association in terms of cool. I think it definitely needs to be like jazz a kind of chilled out and relaxed music. It's yeah, not, it's not exactly. going to be like R and B. Well, yeah. No, no. And it's and, be and in relaxed, fairness, something you can enjoy the day with. As we record, I have no idea when this episode is going to see the light of day, but we're recording Soon. on the, the day that Johnny Alley Day has, uh, has died. I also have very strong um, associations of Johnny Alley Day from the same house in Bolon where we used to stay. And I think kind of French, there's a lot of laid back French music, mm. which is all like reminds me of like a sort of yeah. similar thing maybe also like a bit of Edith Piaf or something yeah. like that you're going to have shown up how slow we are at editing these videos now but exactly <laughs> when we record it but <laughs> thanks anyway but no date five months after Johnny Halliday has <laughs> I still think upon his past yes his passing yeah yeah okay should we uh, what should we go for should we go for another cheese or should we go for um, dessert island cheese <laughs> Dessert Island Cheese. Dessert Island, Island cheese. cheese. It's time, time for Dessert Island Cheese. Um, do you want to hear the scores of the previous contestants on this uh, uh, game show? Yes, I do. I do. So last week, Alex was on, and she got a respectable 5 out of 10. Okay. And before that, Nadal got a impressive 6 out of 10. So that's what you're up uh, against. 
So I don't know if you remember Slightly the dolls. Slightly better than random. I don't know if you remember the dolls um, game that was quite discussed. We're going for more of a quick fire kind of thing. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. You, you, you know, can, a little bit of talking. A little bit of time. Okay. But, but the clock is running. Okay. Bit, Try so not to make sure we get full sleep. Okay. Yes. Sure. Um, I think Dave's gonna have to do the first five questions because I can't read his handwriting. Question <laughs> 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 so, um, one. So um, this is a. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but she's always a good sign. It's gonna help you lots. <laughs> Kuyin Aman. That's K-O-U-I-G-N. K-O-U-I-G-N. Yeah. Yep. A-M-A-N-N. Dessert, island, or cheese? Cheese. Ah, oh, unlucky. It's a French pastry. Ah. Oh. Sorry. I think if you pronounce it... Oh, oh a Queen Aman. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, fine. That's fine. Uapua. <laughs> U-A space P-O-U. That's an island. Uapu. Uapu. Island. Yeah, correct. It is an island. It's a French Polynesian island. Yeah, well done. Good. Um, Saint Marie de Touraine. Saint Marie de Touraine. T-O-U. De Touraine. De Touraine. Okay. T-O-U-R-A. I N E. I feel like that's a cheese. Correct. It is a cheese named after the small town after the which cool what I just said. <laughs> Saint Mary. Well done. That's a that's a yes French cheese. Yeah. Two well points after three rounds. Three. So you're doing quite well. Yeah. Mm. Chatham. Um. Dessert island or cheese? That's the game. I mean. What are you thinking? Let us know. Well, yeah, okay. Well, I feel like I, there's quite quick fire to start with. I mean, Chatham's just like a place in Kent. And mm-hmm. okay. I find it quite hard to like say, therefore, it's an island. Although, you know, colonialists did just like, name, they named Chatham yep. House. Chatham House. Maybe the guy who founded Chatham House gave his name to an island. Maybe that's what happened. And that's why you've included it. Because I don't think it's... You couldn't call a dessert just Chatham. You'd have to call it Chatham something, right? Mm. And But, I mean, maybe you, it is Chatham something, and then maybe this is deeply misleading. It might not come from the town. It might not come, yeah. And also... You um, might mispronounce it, and it might be cha And it'd be some, <laughs> some cat face. There's yeah, also a, a ton of cheeses named after a place. So Yeah, that's true. No, it's true, but Shout I just off. don't feel like Kent brought it in the cheese game, you know. Um, but no, but that, that was actually going to be my next point, was I thought it was going to be more likely to be a cheese named after Chatham than a dessert. So I'm going to rule out dessert. I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's an island. I'm going to say cheese. Ah, it is an island. Oh. It's a New Zealand island, so I feel like you're probably right with your old uh, <sighs> colonialism there. Okay, I Sorry. feel like Mark's for showing working. But yeah, good work. I, think, I, yeah, think, no, it was, I it was, thought you were going to go for Island now. I, I really, 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 really. It's because Max was like, oh, places name for... Yeah. <laughs> I, I should have gone quick, but... But he can see the answers. Yeah, no, it's true, it's true. Okay. Um, this is why not talking is a strong, strong strategy. Yeah, okay. So, oh, crap. I'm just showing you the other side of the answers. No, I, 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 I um, flat rascal. How do you spell rascal? R-A-S-C-A-L. Like, like Dizzy. I think that's a dessert. Oh, correct. It's a Yorkshire scone. Nice. 
Right. Three points after five <clears throat> five questions. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Wakenarm. Wakenarm. Sorry. Wakenarm. Wakenarm. Can you spell that? W a k e n a a m. Wakenarm, maybe. I think that is a cheese. That would be an island in Guyana. Ah. Oh. Yeah. I nearly went island. It sounded kind of islandy. But then the double A made me think Dutch cheese. Yeah. But again, again solid thinking. Yeah. No marks for thinking. No, sadly. Okay. Bois Blanc. Say that again. Bois Blanc. B-O-I-B-L-A-N-C. Dessert, okay. island or cheese. Well, it means white drink or white have drunk. Verbal. I don't know. <laughs> white drinking. Bois Blanc. I think it's a dessert. It's an island. It's an island in Lake Huron. I thought that sounded like a dessert as well. Yeah, yeah it's a hard one. That, that is the nature of the game. We just yeah. try and make <laughs> islands sound like desserts. And well, you desserts had like, sound like Nadal had like Ile Flottante or something last time, which I thought was just Yeah, like but he didn't these. even get it. Yeah, he didn't even get it. I thought like, that is the easiest one. So, yeah, I mean, it's easy I if you've heard of it before. Oh, uh, yeah, it's true. And there's probably people here being like, Bois Blanc, like, come on, Alistair, what the hell are you doing? I really don't think so. they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, qu- next question. Happy faces. <laughs> Dessert, <laughs> weird one. or cheese. Happy faces. Uh, I feel like I've gone off the boil recent rounds. Ever since, yeah, it was a really good start. Put it back. Uh, happy faces. It, I mean, it could be like a really lame cheese, or yeah. just like some child's dessert, or an island in America. They name lots of stuff. To yeah, stuff in America. I'm gonna go island. You're gonna go island. Yeah. Uh, you should really never listen to Max. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a biscuit. It's those biscuits that are a bit like jammy dodgers that have a smiley face on them. It was right. a risk. I took a risk in putting it in. Right. I Is that a probably... dessert? I feel like I've seen them. No, they're BMBMs. Okay, it's fine. That's cool. Yeah, it's is it, it, actually, that's a good point. Is it dessert? That's, right, that's that a, too late now. That's a philosophical question. Uh, that we're not going to get involved <laughs> in. It's definitely a biscuit. Am I still on three? You're still yes, on three, unfortunately. Sorry. Out of seven? Out of seven. Eight. Eight. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Okay, 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 okay. Come on, uh, put it together. Next one, Leek Vaughan. Liquvan. Yes. Sp- can you spell that? L I Q V A N. Dessert, island, or cheese. Is your accent like accurately representing how you think people are? Because you sound uh, quite French. Definitely not. Definitely not. I'm probably. Uh, I'm not going to do an accent. Look. Okay. Liquvan. <laughs> <laughs> Liquvan. Doesn't want to seem racist. Okay. Um, it's just a spelling that feels French, but may or may not be. So could be French. I don't think it's a dessert. I think it's uh, cheese. You'd be correct. Yes! It's Ooh, Iranian brined curd cheese. Mm, and that puts so you on... Curd cheese. Yeah. Mm. That puts you on four points. Okay. So it's still possible... That I'm not the worst. That you can come into joint second on the... Uh, okay. Joint second's very respectable. On the yeah. dessert island cheese leaderboard. Um, okay, so the next cheese. Maribo. 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 M like Haribo, except with an M. <laughs> um 
Um, it could be Maribo. I feel like I've it heard of this. Um, and if I've heard of it, it's most likely to be an island. Is that your final answer? <laughs> um, and ah, I can't know. I gotta say, uh, does that? Oh, it's a cheese. <laughs> it's unfortunately a cheese. Okay, I really didn't deserve e- that. Even though. with some cheating, we can get us this around. Maribo so. is, oh, a, well. is a semi-hard cow's cheese from Molland. Molland oh, being... Maribo. Oh, God. <laughs> Molland being like Holland, but with an M. Okay, where is Molland? It's in, it's in the Netherlands. It's in the, okay, it's just the neighbouring. Excellent. Some other. Okay. That's great. Okay, I am getting peckish. So I think it's time for our third cheese. Yeah, great. I think so. Okay, I can't actually remember which. Oh, no, I think I can remember which way I ordered these. And I've just gone for a goat's cheese. In a great surprise to David, who in no way had to go out and panically buy goat's cheese because I couldn't find any in the shop. Apparently, your local waitress doesn't stop goat goat cheese. Yeah, Waitrose Canary Wharf, which is like a big, big. Oh, really? Yeah, it's basically a John Lewis. Wow. But it's got oh, like a massive food section. No goat's cheese. No, no. Well, it has like the lame goat's cheese, which, you know, where it's just, well, it's not, I don't want to call it lame, but it wouldn't be a desert island cheese. I think we've had this goat's cheese on before. Yeah, you know what? any rind. It, yeah. yeah, it doesn't have any rind and it's just kind of a bit flaky. And it always says it's like someone's infused, desert island cheese, Alistair. But it says like infused it. with lemon. And you're just like, what? Like, that is slightly really odd. This is not good because it sounds cur- curdly, doesn't it? Yeah, like, like curdle. Like you can see, if you weren't going to live off it on a desert island <laughs> for all of eternity, it might have a pl- time and place. But David did really well to blindly pick my ideal kind of goat's cheese. Um, for the listeners at home, it's a kind of cylindrical, uh, cylindrical block with a rind on the rind. outside. Yeah, the rind being important, you'd say. The, yeah, the rind's really important, and I feel like. Um, Goat's cheese is, is it's just very versatile, and it can help. Um, it can help make things interesting, which otherwise might not be interesting, um, in terms of sandwiches or pizzas. Mm. And obviously, a good um, there's lots of good cheeses to go on, on pizzas. But um, I, I find it's it's helpful to mix things up. Also, this year I've been um, trying to be much more vegetarian i know some mm-hmm. people will be like this is a, a contradiction in terms but i kind of take the attitude like if you're not eating meat for environmental reasons then if you can cut back by like 80 or 90 percent of like the meat you eat and get 50 percent of the population to do that say rather than say you have to be incredibly pure and and then only maybe let's say five percent of the population mm-hmm. go be a vegan let's say and i'm guessing not many vegans are li- listening to Desert Island Cheese but uh, I mean it's something I mean to... I'm up for a vegan cheese only we do have a cheese hater who listens okay maybe they hate cheese because and like she's offered to, be... to come on the show and just have a rant about how much she hates cheese but I turned her down <laughs> okay so we know maybe, maybe not episode like seven or whatever that would be maybe <laughs> maybe when you're really very well established but like you know you're still attracting listeners you don't even have a Twitter account yet maybe maybe you need people to 
to you know be fully on board who are fans of cheese and then go you're on thinking the... we might just turn people off cheese if we <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a risk there's listeners who are just like damn it she's convincing i'm not eating cheese anymore yeah exactly um well, i guess it could happen and and to be honest like i'm not going to say like i don't find environmental reasons for veganism like compelling or things like that and obviously um but i i think i'm a believer in sort of taking small steps and not sort of chastising people who who don't agree with you or things like that and i think cheese is a really important part of a vegetarian diet yeah. and possibly one of the reasons why i then would find it hard to be vegan per se yes. but I, I feel like goat's cheese has um has demonstrated its flexibility this year in particular where i've gone to trying to only have meat one one time a week yeah i agree it is, it is a versatile cheese yeah can uh make a lot of meals more exciting and to be fair when i was in bologna it's kind of quite hard to not have meat but <laughs> we went quite a, a lot of weeks where you only have you don't have any meat at all so you feel like and i think part of it as well is just like not beating yourself up about it because if you really beat yourself up about it then you're just like oh pack it all in whereas i think if you can just be like ah, oh, you know we didn't because a lot that for feels me, like a, a lot sound of it lesson is, for life there yeah a lot of it for me is like you get in sandwiches, particularly in places like Canary Wharf, what I call shit meat, which is just like meat which is there, which no one needs or wants. Yeah. And you're eating it and you're just like, you're not getting anything out of it. Like Christmas, like we're in Christmas season. This chicken. We're in Christmas season at the moment, by which I mean, it's been six months since <laughs> Christmas, Christmas season. And people do all these like turkey sandwiches. It's like, mm. I don't want turkey yeah. roast meat. That's not but, true. Turkey's as good as chicken. Turkey roasts no. well. I, I had a Thanksgiving dinner and you, you have all like the trimmings and things like that. Like done well. It's really, really like can be very tasty. Yes. But why just throw it into a bad sandwich, which you're then eating in the lead up to supposedly the nice turkey. <clears throat> you just then yeah. be sick of turkey from eating the bad turkey. So that's kind of been my thing. But I think like goat's cheese, even in like a bad sandwich, goat's cheese is a highlight. And you yep. can put it in yep. other veggie cooking. I I've, I've somehow shoehorned enough of my like rant about <laughs> eating meat or not to be about goat's cheese because I don't, I don't have that much of an emotional it's story to tell about it. I, d- I just, just like quite it. like it. Yeah, yeah. it's good. As good as a reason as any. I think. Hmm. It's quite yeah. a mild goat's cheese. Mm. This one. It's not too goaty. No, I didn't choose it's still it. Still a little fairness. bit. But I did choose it. <laughs> it was in fairness, <laughs> not my, you know, not my job. Um, oh, but it is nice. But yeah, I think maybe yeah, slightly more mature goat's cheese might yeah. be, uh, might be a little bit better. No, I, I but now I've actually taken a bite following my rant. I possibly agree, but but you know, that's good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh crap. <laughs> so is this where we'd cut to music? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> We did in, so, the, in the first couple of episodes. We intentionally put in chewing sounds and got bad reviews from it. <laughs> we still intentionally we still, putting in the. You're not cutting out the chewing sounds, are you, Max? Sometimes. Well, that's not acceptable. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about the um, about your favourite cheeses, three of them so far, at least, anyway. But have you had the choice of one cheese could be wiped out of existence, never have existed? Oh my goodness! What would you go for? I think. So this could be a cheese that you just particularly hate, or it could be a cheese that you think, you know, 
you always have to eat too much because your family or you know other half buys it too much and you don't like it as much as them I'm pretty live and let live on the the cheese run um but if I can use this as an opportunity to segue again because this was going to be my big ender but this is actually relatively interesting okay the thing that I would wipe out of existence would be mild cheddar Mild yeah. cheddar. Oh, I, that I is... think I strongly agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have chosen mature cheddar. Oh, excellent. excellent. Just as a classic. And I was going to end on it on on the basis that in terms of the narrative arc of camembert being the cheese which was really smelly when you were young. Obviously, mature cheddar's always been part of my life. That cheese on toast, classic meal when you're growing up, <clears throat> sandwiches, things like that. But I, there was a time where someone like bought a mild cheddar at some point, or um, like some someone basically told me something was cheddar, yeah, and it tasted utterly awful. And I was like, I thought I liked cheddar. Maybe I've grown out of cheddar because it's a a baby's thing, and this tastes horrible. I'm not having this. Yes. And then I I neglected cheddar for years. And I, I, I think it must have been when I was a teenager, I just didn't really understand what mild, mature, extra mature yeah. meant. And I was like, no, cheddar's always been great. It's just this mild cheddar, which has been messing it up. That is an excellent speech you've given there. Yeah. And I think also, it's actually a, quite a lot of Europeans, I think, just associate cheddar with really rubbish, mild cheddar. And even worse, what the Americans call cheddar, which is basically just plastic. Yeah. Um, mm. And then they think cheddar. I'm going to put up a cheese. bit of a defence of mild cheddar. I think it's good on cheese on toast because it melts nicely and you get the stringiness okay and I quite like the mild taste when it's melted solid okay, solid and like cheese sandwich definitely the strong stuff yeah but mild mild for, okay mild I don't think I I've never knowingly put it on cheese on toast because it like just deterred me so much I think you gotta have a better melt yeah yeah um, I, another cheese I'm not so into I don't know if this is gonna be very controversial but for a kind of similar reason, is is red Leicester? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's going to be controversial with some of our previous guests. <laughs> yeah, I, I it's just um, it's it's got a, it's kind of got the issues of a mild cheddar, but it also feels kind of weirdly chalky. Yeah, it does slightly. I just don't. And th- th- these are Again, memories being dragged up from when I was seven. Probably so just, there's some people out there saying you're just eating the wrong red Leicester, and if only you'd have <laughs> the correct stuff. Yeah, maybe if I had extra mature red Leicester. But does that even exist? I've never seen it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm well. just not convinced. But you're right. Like, I could have, when I was a teenager or whatnot, I might have just said cheddar shouldn't be in existence, and I would have been completely wrong. Yeah, because I was just eating the wrong kind of cheddar. So, so that's why I'm more confident but, to say mild cheddar. Mild cheddar. I, I think that's a very good choice, mm. actually. Yeah, excellent choice. Mm. Actually, again, red Leicester on cheese on toast. It's a no, that's acceptable true. use of it. It's just not good. Same. Mm. It's mm. right on the same. Yeah. I, I do remember having good cheese on toast with Red Leicester. So, and that lends argument to your your claims about mild cheddar on toast. It's well. kind of roughly equivalent to your shit meat mm. thing again, isn't it? It's shit cheese. It's just there for filler. Right. When, it, when it's in a sandwich. Yeah, this, is, this is a really good cheddar. It's excellent. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd, I went for the most mature and expensive that I could find in the shop. And it's in nitros, you know, so no expense spared. <laughs> Precisely. Mm. It's good, actually. Yeah, it's very nice. 
So, when choosing all your cheeses, what have you been looking for in these cheeses then? What's been your like? Is there, has there been like an overall philosophy for what your set of cheeses that you're going to take to this desert island? Um, so I think I did want uh, a variety. Um, but I, I wanted it to be sort of... I, I, I don't want to repeat too much what I said earlier, but links with personal experiences. Yeah. And like things I, I could talk to, and things which feel like they've been there for kind of quite quite a long time, and like, and just situations where like also you, I don't feel like I could ever have too much of any of these cheeses. I mean, obviously with the camembert, <laughs> you can in like a short space of time. For a man who's eating a whole wheel of camembert in a single sitting, that is quite a claim. <laughs> But this is the thing. I, I was happily eating the camembert yeah. all that time. It was just the after effects, which were... Yeah. Whereas there were there were some cheeses I considered... Ha- I, I considered having halloumi. Yeah. Because I eat quite a lot of halloumi. I think it's a really good sandwich. Thing. But I was just like, if you're on a desert island and you've got five... Yeah. You've got five cheeses. Is halloumi going to be something which... Like, particularly if you're having it kind of by itself or something, it could be a bit rubbery. It, could, it, it doesn't quite have the, the gravitas, I think. I think I was looking for gravitas. Gravitas. Even though I wasn't wasn't (laughs) over-intellectualising my choices, obviously. (laughs) I was looking for gravitas, so that obviously makes sense. But it's what I think when I go into Waitrose. Gravitas. And and I think that's partly because I only really realised what halloumi was sort of like three or four years, it's probably about five or six years ago now, but like since leaving university comfortably. And then just like kind of latching onto it and being like I eat it a lot at um I eat it a lot for lunch so it's going to be the thing that I have it's a bit like when people go on desert island discs and they're sort of like well this is something which is on my iPod now and a good song desert island discs what's that It's it's um it's like a startup show. I think okay. you should look into a lawsuit. To be honest, yeah, we'll, we'll be <laughs> investigating. I, I feel, I feel that. like the um, I don't want. But like on. you know, sometimes people are just like, oh, this is on my iPod, so I thought I'd throw it in. It's like no, you yeah. you want something which which has a bit more heft. Yes, that's good. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for heft in my choices. So on that other show, uh, <laughs> the, other, the other one, the one that shall the not other be named. Place. Yeah, you get one luxury item. Yeah. That's true. On this much better and um, much, you know, this much better show, mm. you get More one too. Running. What would you take? Um, now I was meaning to like pre-prepare answers. <laughs> this is actually what I didn't really think about. I think I'd probably, and like it might be like a bit cliche, but I'd probably take a guitar. That's good. Because I'm not particularly good at guitar. But if I, that for the listeners, that's not actually true. But I'm, but like there are people who are like really good at guitar. I can play guitar, but like I feel like if you had you know the whole ten thousand hours thing, sure, you'd definitely have ten thousand hours on the desert island. Which that when you're true. working like mm-hmm. a full time job, you in London or something, you don't have. And so I feel like it would be something that I would enjoy <clears throat> and get a lot out of, and also improve myself yeah. at, and become kind of like more mentally alert. Whereas there's obviously other things which are nice to have, maybe comfort things. Yeah. Where you'd sort of 
it'd be comfortable, but you'd you'd maybe get a bit like groggy with it. Yeah. Yeah, you say it's cliched, but I think you're the first person actually to take an instrument so far. Generally yeah. people have gone for like wine and stuff like wine. We haven't cheese had, knives. We've only had like four episodes though, so True. There's time. But yeah, there is yeah. You are the first, so that means you're Yeah, someone just decided to bring wine and said they'd like drink and eat themselves to death, right? <laughs> or something. I think yeah, I think that yeah. <laughs> If you had enough wine, I guess you'd build a raft. Was that also part of that with the yeah. bottles? Oh, so so this is yeah. So what how, what would your be be your plan for the uh, long term survival on this island then? Um, I think very sort of judicious use of the camembert with me because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I'm not I, gorging yourself to death. Yeah, I don't have any particular like medical background for this, but as someone who clearly went to school with very, very mean people. And as someone <laughs> whose surname is Smout, there was a lot of, like, trout and gout rhymes made at my expense. Now, as I said, I don't have a medical background for this, but I imagine too much camembert would give you gout. It, just seems, it seems like a gouty thing to me. If you had to, like, associate a food with gout, I'd probably, like, look at... Like, French camembert. kings always used to get mm. gout, right? And yeah. I... So, I do agree. So I think for the avoidance of gout, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Was that based around that time? That entire... <laughs> no. it, it flashed into my mind maybe a nanosecond before I said it. I was like, I can say it. This doesn't ring. Why? Oh, right. Yeah. But no, to, to avoid that, I would kind of go easy on the camembert. I think the cheese you can have more of. And I think the parmesan as well. And then I think I could live fairly happily on the island if I like. I wouldn't have like a plan of escape per se. I think if the ships came by or things like that. Wait, but I, I think if you've got water and you've got cheese, what, and what you've, do got you a, you've got a guitar, like you can you would be get there. Really get a guitar. I, I yeah. I th- I think obviously you. It depends if you knew you were going out to the island and things like that. And there'd be hard times, but I I think staying hydrated would be my number one concern. And then if I got away because also i'm really famous for even in very regular situations like just needing absurd amounts of water at the best of time so i think if i didn't get my like source of hydration sorted i'd be really 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 like screwed okay Mm. so that's yeah well fair enough that's a more sensible plan than most people have come up Mm -hmm. with oh really i was gonna go can you out of cheese So I think, um, well, Alice is just finishing off some cheddar, but then we should move on to our final cheese, I think, mm. which I think I got a sneak peek of earlier and I'm oh, very excited more. about. I was, I was thought we'd finished. <laughs> We've got another cheese. That's this so exciting. This is going to be a, a bumper episode. <laughs> Can't count. Um, well, extra cheese is great. So, again, this is very versatile cheese. Can have it with things. Mm. It did strike me, the versatility of Parmesan, you can grate it on pasta. <clears> that was going to be one of my pluses. Then maybe my luxury item should have been pasta. So you have something to create it onto. Anyway, Parmesan's done. It stands on its own, as we can see. Another cheese which stands on its own is mozzarella. Yes. Ah. And uh, this is a burrata, specifically. Excellent. Because I think if you can only choose one, then you'd choose the best. And it's it's just a, a cheese beyond... What is a burrata? Uh, it's, a, it's a type of 
it, it said on like it's it's just like a a richer. So I think I believe it's um it's got like cream mixed into it as well. Yeah, someone was saying the other day actually at work that they had cream, but I think it's like from the same cow or something. Maybe anyway, it, it's possibly a slightly cheesy cream, but it, yeah, it just makes it creamier. And like I, I would take regular mozzarella. Um, but this is better. Yeah, and to be honest, like mm. even though I was gonna end on the um, the emotional arc of cheddar, mozzarella is another one. Which I remember the first pizza I ate. What? Like like many kids, I didn't like any food really when I was a kid. I thought it was weird, mm. and I remember having a pizza. And it was a baked bean pizza, right? Ooh, they used to be really good. Yeah, right. You don't get them anymore. No, yeah. I mean, what? This country's going to the, the dumps. You know, yeah. there's EU regulations banning our baked bean pizza. The Italians mm-hmm. came in and said, we couldn't put baked beans on our pizzas. And then, no. Um, anyway, that would all change soon, maybe. Um, but I remember eating that pizza and being like, oh, the pizza's fine, but I'm going to pick, up, pick off all of this white stuff because that's weird. What's that doing there? And then I was kind of more pro pizza when I got older. And then I'd be like, oh, and the cheese is fine. And then my parents would be like, oh, you know, the cheese is like mozzarella. And I'd be like, oh, what's my, I, I just assumed it's cheddar. I kind of was living in a one cheese universe. Yeah, I think, yeah. And then when I realized you could just have mozzarella on its own account, it was just mind blowing and how nice it was. And like the Tricolor salad. The trickle or salad is either great or slightly underwhelming. It's underwhelming when it has basil because that's not really like a salad. Like no. basil's fine, but if it has avocado, then you're on an absolute <laughs> winner because like the mozzarella, avo, and tomato combo. I've not had a trickle or salad before, but it does sound good. I guess it's trickle or ray. Trickle or ray. Yeah, yeah that, that was my. Yeah, yeah, but um, I just really um, it's really mozzarella good. is a great cheese, and this is particularly great. Mm. Yeah, you can definitely taste it. it's more creamy. I think yeah, eating mozzarella on its own is definitely something that we should do more of as a nation. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, it's just an excellent cheese. No, yeah. and like it's got, it's almost got like a little run to it. Yeah, so the so outside is more tasty. Just solid than mozzarella on the outside, and then the middle bit's got mm. cream mixed in. Yeah, I it's pretty good. The burrata. Trademark. Mm. You could eat a whole one of those. And also, I think that probably yeah. that's probably hydrating. Yeah, I think it's... Re- it is that random. would solve your water problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could, could, the, could the mozzarella dry out, though? We're, we've always assumed, and I think it's a fair assumption, that the cheese will always be fresh. Mm. You don't have to worry about cheese getting mouldy or okay. cheese drying out. Yeah. Or... We've basically always assumed whatever we want. Mm. Yeah. This island is whatever you want it to be, mm. but there's only five cheeses. Yeah. Yes. And one other luxury item. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I'm not... I, I said it was burrata. It might have just said buffalo rather than burrata on it, which means burrata's going to just blow your mind even more. Mm. So, again, a bit like with the Grand Padana Parmesan thing, like, I think it's much more about the quality of, of the product. And, like, there are posh versions of these cheeses. But mm. as you can see, with just, like, a Parmesan... If you get the right parmesan, you don't need to be mm. going on Grand Padana necessarily. You just get a good quality parmesan. Like, 
as I say, yeah. a good quality mozzarella is more important than. I think that's something that's shining through in all of your choices, mm. except the one I bought. Um, <laughs> the, the quality of the product, it's really, yeah, mm. it's just that notch better than your average uh, cheddar or parmesan. Yeah. It's very good. I really like cheese. This is good, really good. Like that's it's been really. It's what we like to hear from our guests. It's been really fun chatting, but I just want to take a moment to be like, while I've been eating these, because also we've, I feel like I've been giving lots of narrative, but without reflecting on the taste sensations so much. I think yeah. narrative is the most interesting part. Actually. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's it, true. But I just wanted to take a we moment tried to, to be give like taste sensations earlier on, but we weren't very good at it. <laughs> so, mm. Taste cheesy, but that was really, really rich and creamy and uh, yeah. lovely. Mm. And it's just, yeah, it's a very, it's, a, it's, quite, it's quite a subtle flavour, I think, mozzarella, but just really nice. Mm. Yeah. It's a very balanced board you've got. Thanks, so. Yeah. That would be an excellent cheese party. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Something for everyone. Mm. No, I'm, I'm happy, because also when you're Even making the, the choices, you're like... Is this one, that one, that one? And then you're like, oh, I have a forgotten one, or is there one I've missed off? I think if one did drop out, it'd be the goat's cheese. But that might have just been David's choice of goat's cheese. You know, maybe yeah, been... I'm sorry. What no, would no. it have been? I feel, what what like... was the edge case? Well, there, there was, I, I mean, it was a while ago, I was thinking it would be like maybe halloumi. Yeah. I kind of like a brie as well. But like, I feel like things like halloumi and brie, they're, they're more, as I say, they're newcomers to the party they're like they're nice but they they just don't have the emotional zing that I could spend the rest of my life on a desert island with them I do think picking your board is like a, it's, it's not just a matter of picking your five favourite cheeses there's like a balancing act that has to go on doesn't mm. it and like when mm. you've got it just right I feel like you know mm. yep. you're just like yeah that's that's a nice board I'm happy with that when I can find the um, goat's cheese I was also like maybe I should just go completely off the wall and go like cream cheese or something because if you make a good cheesecake on a desert island, yeah, I mean it was pretty crazy. Like I, I was, I was basically losing it slightly because because you couldn't I was, find the goat's cheese. I couldn't find the goat's cheese, and there was just edge. like cream cheese in front of me, and I was like trying to make like post hoc justifications. <laughs> but I, I, I think this is this is a much better world we live in where we yeah. have these five cheeses yes. for sure. Those kids. So. Final question. Mm. Have you had a cheese party? Mm. And you get to invite one famous person, alive or dead, who would you pick? Um, so this is one question I did think about. And then I feel like the more you think about it, the, the harder it becomes to answer. Because right. I've, lots of people in history are like really problematic people. And then if you <laughs> pick them, people will be like, oh, but they murdered this person or they don't, things like that. Um, and so I thought about it and then I got really stuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and also I just was like, do I even like talking to people? Like, obviously there's loads of really interesting people. But I, I kind of came down, I think Mary Wollstonecraft would be, a really interesting person to talk to. David's giving me a look. I don't know who that is. I have no <laughs> idea who that is. <laughs> okay, well, she's um, she's the author of um, On the Rights of Women. Ah, oh, cool. And so she's kind of like late. She's like Enlightenment philosopher. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she's Mary Shirley's mother. Oh, cool. But I believe died in childbirth. I was meant to like research more thoroughly her biography rather than just I I, I yeah sorry, um, and I also thought that would be an interesting dynamic of the cheese part to be like, hey, like your daughter was also really great, but you also didn't like know her at all, and mm-hmm. you can reflect on that as well as being like the progenitor of like a a, a good movement for the world in feminism and i also thought no one would be able to be like she did this <laughs> shitty thing you're very worried about our listeners <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know i i work for an organization where like being neutral and being kind of like so, so you don't really want to kind of phil like, came on and said something about um something about the nazis i can't even remember what <laughs> I think I remember that, yeah. I, remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just called Trump a Nazi. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway. Right. So oh, no, that's what he said. He said he'd rather Trump get elected than there was no cheese in the world. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I hope was... Phil's happy with all his cheese out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah. Oh, well, that, yeah, that sounds like a very so, yeah. well-considered choice. Yeah, I hope... I, I'm now having big... But regret about the biographical details that I gave you. But Do I you think she'd be good, good cheese, cheese party conversation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. I think she's um, like very intelligent, and the book is very like you read it, and it just feels very like more modern and current. It's oh, cool. Um, in terms of people who are alive, it's a bit more hackneyed, and I haven't really been. But John Oliver. Just seems like yeah. a great guy, and since he's like gone to America and things like that, I like I remember being very excited. He got his own show, and then like, you can see how it's a bit more like scripted, yeah. and, uh, and things. And like I was a fan of the Bugle, mm. and I was like, but he was doing a panel with Dustin Hoffman, um, the other thing, and he just like took him to task about like allegations against Dustin Hoffman about being a perv, basically, <laughs> and. It kept on moving off it, and he was just like, I can't not ask you about this because otherwise I'd just be at home beating myself up about it, being like, I had a chance to say something and I didn't say it. Yeah. And like, it, it, it really appeals to me that someone so decent and so normal can be so successful being himself. Yeah. And good. obviously, he might have a script writer here or there or whatnot, but I, I feel like of all your stars to meet, all the people who you might have wanted to meet and then it turns out they're a sex offender or something like that. Like, yes. it's going to be quite hard. It, it would have to be like a massive, massive thing, right, for, for John Oliver to like yeah. turn around and, and you regret that choice. I'm kind of choosing the path of least regret, I guess, but like, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think it's a, solid, choices. <laughs> a solid way to, to, to live your life. Yeah. I think that's a very good choice. Yeah, two good okay. choices. Thank you very much for well, coming you. on the show. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I've Thank been for looking forward to this since your very <laughs> first episode, since I think I first heard you were making the show. Which is too long ago. Yeah. I remember you sent me a link to Desert Island Cheese. I was like, oh, thanks, David. But like, I've got no context for this. Like, someone's <laughs> made a desert. And then, but as soon as the penny dropped that it was you who was making it, <laughs> I've just been waiting for this moment. So it's been very special for me.